0: all right konnichiwa and welcome to the code of the cardboard samurai a podcast all about magic the gathering in japan and asia Uh, in this podcast uh, our goal will be to inform people both around and outside of japan and asia what is going on in the magic scene uh, I'm your host, Ryan Schwenk, the Japan hobbyist out of Yokohama, and today I'm joined by uh, another co-host that has been on here before, Mr. Ben Payne. How yes. are you guys doing? So we have our Yokohama crew here today. We're recording uh, mobile again in, in Yokohama City, hanging out with friends, playing some EDH and, and other types of magic. And uh, one of our friends that uh, came here today is from currently living in Nagoya, right? Yeah, that's right. Um and uh, he played magic in Korea for a couple of years. Uh, more than a couple, but yeah, Yeah. In so, Korea. So today's topic, uh, as maybe you could have guessed from my opening, we're not only talking about magic in, in Japan, we're also going to be talking about magic in, in Korea today. And one of my goals for the podcast originally was not only to create a place or sorry, to create uh, a podcast where people can learn about Japan, but I also wanted to tell people about MTG in Asia in general. I feel that it's very underreported. There's not a lot of of English content out there. Do you guys agree, and do you think it's kind of hard? Totally agree. Yeah. Uh, for
1: English content, yeah. yeah. If you go through the podcast, you can see there are plenty of Japanese, Korean yeah. podcasts, but it yeah. just doesn't help. People don't speak the languages. People
0: travel there. People live there. People play there. So this is one of the reasons why you know, I'm, I'm hoping we can do more podcasts we're like this. A spotlight,
1: as it were.
0: Yeah. We're trying to do this uh, more in the future. So um, going back to our guest uh, today, um, his name is Brian Meyer. He's from the USA. Yep. Um, I believe you said you're from the Chicago area, so. Yeah,
2: Chicago suburbs. Yes. Uh, western suburbs. Lived a few different places, but I went to high school in Elgin. Okay,
0: so Bears fan. Oh yeah. And Cubs fan. Okay, and.
2: Basketball. Basketball, so so. I, I mean, Michael someone. Jordan back when he was in the Bulls. Yeah. it's Hard not to root for that. Yeah, so I, I live in South Bend, so I, 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 I don't think I can name one player on the Bulls. No. Today. Yeah, of course not. So what did you think he was a Bears fan? Well, yeah, he's wearing Bears. Yeah, he's wearing a Bears shirt everything today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about your experiences in Asia. Currently, you're living in Japan. How long is that? Uh,
2: I moved here uh, summer of 2017. Mm -hmm. So I'm starting school year three. I've lived here for two years now okay and you're living in nagoya city or technically i live in kasugai and i live way Mm. out on the edge of kasugai you walk down the end of my street and you hike up a mountain and sooner or later i'm in kifu okay so i'm about on the edge that i could possibly be while still being in nagoya city area what? How far uh, from Nagoya City? Which is, how long does it take you to get to downtown? Uh, if I, see, I live close to the train station, so that mm-hmm. helps. So I can walk there and then I can jump on a train and be at Nagoya Station 30, 40 minutes. Okay. All right.
0: So before that,
2: you lived in Korea. Yes. Uh, tell it to me about your Korea experience. Right in the middle of downtown Seoul. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could just sort of back up a little bit, give yep. me uh, my magical history of Oh, How I came okay. into the game. Yeah, I was uh, going to do that too, yeah. yeah but okay. Um, I started playing way back in middle school and in like revised unlimited time. Everybody. Yeah. Kind Like I remember being basement of my buddy's mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. cracking packs, making Timmy decks. Sitting on the carpet. Yeah. yeah. I, I still have the first deck I ever made was my favorite. Uh, so you actually held yeah. all two cards. You didn't sell them. Uh, no, I saw yeah, cards I twice. Uh, I I guess nowadays it would be called Elf Ball. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, Elf Stompy making some beasts and mm-hmm. have fun mm-hmm. with elves and beasts. Revised. Revised, out. unlimited. Yeah. I, you know, I added a couple of cards here and there. Uh, but then after high school and uh, middle school, I played a little bit in college. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember, you know, Ravnica came out when I was in university, the original Ravnica. Nice. Was so nice. cool. You get those So like you molds. didn't stop. No, so you I, I, I kept a little bit in college. Okay. Not as much in high school. Um, but in college I had a few friends that have played and you know uh, I played kind of up until Mirrodin okay when when Mirrodin came out then is about the time I graduated and you know the friends I played with moved away uh, except for my one buddy uh, shout out to Dave McGraw mm-hmm. in Milwaukee that I went to college with uh, me and him would play and um, yeah, it just sort of fell out. I was more of a. So casual you stopped player. at Meriden. Yeah, I, I stopped buying new mm. stuff. I stopped really following everything in, in about Meriden and. I feel like a lot of people stopped at Meriden.
0: I mean, I don't know about you. I played during Meriden. You so, played during okay. Meriden, yeah. But I've heard a lot of people saying like one of the stopping points for them was Meriden. Mm. Um, yeah.
2: It, it, it wasn't really anything about the format per se. I never went to was uh, an affinity yeah i you know i didn't actually play any like Mm f&ms or do drafts i was more of a kitchen table sort of casual player and just life brought me in a different way and just sort of happened to fall out so you uh, got back in i got back in actually in korea okay uh in about uh 2012 2013 Mm -hmm. that returned to ravnica block
0: Mm -hmm, Uh,
2: mm uh I got back in and sort of returned actually... magic and returned to Ravnica. Exactly, yeah. Uh-huh. I uh, met a buddy at a bar. And we were mm-hmm. just shooting the breeze, and I was asking him, oh, hey, how was your weekend? He's like, oh, I was meeting with some friends, playing this like nerdy game. I was like, oh, what were you doing? He's like, oh, I don't know. He's kind of <laughs> embarrassed. Didn't want to tell me. He's like, oh, you know, I used to play a lot back in... Uh, high school and found uh-huh. some friends that we still play. I was like, Oh, what were you playing? He's like, Oh, I was playing magic the Gathering." I was like, Oh no way. Yeah, that's how it works, works. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I love it's playing. It's always that how it works. The
1: I mean, That's why we're all here. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: so, uh, I ended up finding a play group through him mm-hmm. and then, uh, we would play in the basement of this bar in Itaewon. Mm-hmm. Uh, my one friend was the bar manager and we would stay and drink and mm-hmm. then the bar would close at like 1am and we go down in the basement and play magic till five in the morning. Nice. Four in the morning. Nice. And uh, yeah, just had a good time. And then sort of met that play group and the crew there. Uh, really got back into it, and that returned to Ravnica block, the Theros block, mm-hmm. uh, and started doing drafts, mm-hmm. uh, limited, and just sort of kitchen tabley. Stuff uh, get into standard would do F and M's with guys in the play group. So
0: Korea seven years you said?
2: Yeah, I moved there in uh, two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing some investment banking, and mm-hmm. the stock market crashed, and I was out of a job. Yeah, ended up getting a job teaching English in Korea, and moved there in twenty ten, mm-hmm. and then uh, I was there until twenty seventeen when I moved here in Japan. Okay, um, so you said you were in Seoul the whole time yeah Seven i was years. always living in seoul i was in different neighborhoods of seoul but i was mm-hmm. always more or less right in the middle of seoul. what was it like living in seoul seoul is a big city mm-hmm. uh, but it's really easy and it's convenient one of the things that i like about korea and seoul mm-hmm. is the public transportation is government owned and subsidized so it's just as convenient and punctual as it is here in japan okay. but here in Japan, it's privately owned and run for a profit. Yeah, so now they are. It used to, I mean, it, JR used to yeah, be it, owned by the government, but it, now it's it's private. The the cost mm-hmm. is definitely a little bit more here in Japan. Yeah. Like today, I went and I took my train ride from my house down to Nubaya Station, and I paid 400 yen, yeah. where I could, for Maybe that like same dollar. 400 yen cost mm-hmm. equivalent in Korea... I could take a four-hour ride on the subway. So are
0: there any other differences between Japan and Korea so far? You know you've been here two years, or sorry, going in
2: your third year now. Mm -hmm. Anything else that's like a big difference? Uh, The language barrier is definitely a lot more here than I uh, But I I think part of that is just the neighborhood I live Mm -hmm. in versus living in Seoul. It was a big international city and Mm -hmm. I lived right across the street from the big military base so there was a lot more foreign people and mm-hmm. just used to being able to speak yeah. English a lot. Now more.
1: you're in the countryside, the Inaka, or right. in Japan. Yeah,
2: so it's it's been a little bit of a struggle.
0: So you did learn some Korean. Uh, yeah, okay. and I
2: actually I spoke Korean before I moved to Korea, okay. which was that sort helps. of unrelated to why I moved. Okay. just uh, happened to be. So yeah, I spoke some Korean and um, obviously learned a little bit more while okay. I was there. So I, I was able to get on just fine. Alright, well let's get into the, the topic today. So today's
0: topic today's the name of today's show is gonna be uh imni Imnida. You got it. Yes.
2: Yeah. Majiku Imnida. So uh, what does that mean in, in Korean? Uh well Korean like Japanese will borrow a lot of words. Yeah. So the, the <laughs> magiku yeah, is just magic magic. Yeah and imnida just means is magic. Mm-hmm. So This is magic. This is magic, is in our, Korea. Is our, yes. our topic, yeah. This okay. is magic.
0: All right, so uh, yeah, let's talk about you know just magic in general in Korea over there. When you are in Korea, where can you play? Where, where are like the the places that have like a lot of MTG stores
2: and, and whatnot? Uh, and also where yeah. have you played personally? Okay, uh, just generally mm-hmm. uh, in Korea, the South Korea of course. Yeah, South Korea. Uh-huh. North, there's no North Korean Magic stores. To my knowledge, there are not any stores yes. in North Korea, uh, but. In South Korea all of the stores are in the cities Mm. but that is sort of typical to South Korea where everything is in the cities. Mm -hmm. The population of South Korea is 51 million people Mm -hmm. and the top 10 cities in South Korea all have a million people in them and 46 million people or about 90% of the population Mm -hmm. live in those 10 cities Mm -hmm. and Of the 51 million, though, right? 25 of that Mm -hmm. is in Seoul, so Mm -hmm. half the country lives in Seoul. That's crazy. Yeah, so so most of the stores, most of the Seoul stores are in Seoul and some other cities. So, like, what other cities would Uh, be good places for magic? Well, if you're not in Seoul, uh, Busan, Mm -hmm. next biggest city, next best place for magic, Mm -hmm. and they've got six or seven stores Mm -hmm. and. There's probably, there's like two or three big ones, uh, the names of which off the top of my head are escaping me, yeah. but they're more established, have been around a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some smaller ones that are more like a coffee shop that has some board in, games and magic in, in Busan. Yeah. So Seoul, Busan, any Seoul, other Busan, places? Uh, there is a store in Ulsan, mm-hmm. which is right next to Busan mm-hmm. and on the other side of Busan, the other way is, uh... Mm-hmm. and they've got two, three stores mm-hmm. uh, Gwangju is a city which is southwest Korea they've mm-hmm. got a store mm-hmm. Daegu is a little bit north of uh, Busan, working your mm-hmm. way towards Seoul, they have a store Oh, Daegu's got a store They have a store no. yeah. okay. uh, I've not been to uh, the store in Daegu mm-hmm. or Mekpo. Gwangju uh, Mokpo, I believe, has a store mm-hmm. I've not been there though um, so, basically, if, you, if yeah. you're traveling Dijon or... has uh, a few stores. So, if so you're a Magic player traveling to Korea, yeah.
0: Busan and Seoul are basically your best bets. Yeah, if pretty much. If you're going to have to move there or live there or work there in the future, go to those places.
2: Yeah, uh, if you are living somewhere in between there mm-hmm. or whatever... Uh, there are definitely other places you can find. Yeah, or you can just uh, play Magic Arena. Or just play Magic Arena. Yeah. <laughs> um, so where have you played? Where did you usually play? Uh, I played uh, in Seoul, mm-hmm. and in Seoul there are about eight to ten stores. Mm-hmm. Sort of, it varies the number. So the way uh, the real estate market in Seoul works is that if a building gets sold, mm-hmm. or everybody if gets the, to leave. yeah, the landlord just kicks everybody out, jacks up the rent, yeah. or maybe just the current landlord decides, mm-hmm. oh, I see you're a successful business. Yeah. You need to pay a higher rent now. yeah. So that is not, not something necessarily endemic to the magic stores that happens to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so it, changes, it happens sometimes where a store will be there for a while mm-hmm. and be kind of well established, and then suddenly one day they disappear and mm-hmm. they open at a, at a different location yeah. a month or three later. And that's why it's so hard to find stores. I've tried going to magic stores in Korea before; mm-hmm. could never find them. Absolutely horrible, it's yeah. miserable. Experience. Yeah, and uh, maybe something will be on, like, the locator on yeah, Wizards, and you'll it find was, it. And it was there maybe was six there. months ago, but yeah, it's not exactly. there anymore. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's another reason why I like doing this podcast is that we can keep people up to date with,
2: mm-hmm. like, that type of information. But there are sort of two different kinds of magic stores mm-hmm. uh, in Korea and in Seoul. Uh, there is stores that are more like what we're used to seeing here mm-hmm. in Japan, your Hareruiya or your Big Magic mm-hmm. type of store. And then there's also a board game cafe that will do magic stuff. So they will maybe have uh, tabletop games. Uh, I never can remember the name of it, but, but they have all those miniatures, some mm-hmm. of which aren't, aren't War all Warhammer? Yeah, some of them aren't too miniature, right. but uh, you'll see guys playing that there. Or you'll see uh, just people playing Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Or they'll have a whole wall full of board games mm-hmm. that you can... Mm-hmm. Forty's cafes are more popular, right? They're even more Yeah, popular. yeah. Uh, but they're really popular in Seoul, and they will also do uh, drafts mm-hmm. usually, or just a standard mm-hmm. Friday night. Okay. Magic. Kind of um, thing.
0: my next question. I'm gonna give Ben a chance to ask some questions later, but I'm gonna ask these first few questions if that's okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's the vibe like? Like as far as like the, are, when you go to these magic stores, you know, like is there mm-hmm. like uh, some kind of mood? Or some kind of atmosphere? um,
2: Um, How would you describe it? They're usually pretty noisy. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, Very similar to stores I've been to in the States or stores here in Japan. Uh, You know, people talking, people playing. uh, There's a lot of just sort of buzz. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are there any chill places? uh, The board game cafes will be more like a chill kind of place. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the stores, especially... If they're running like a big modern tournament, they'll have 40-60 people there, and it sounds like there's (laughs) 40-60 people there. So
0: people are really energetic.
2: Yeah, they can be. Um, They definitely can be a lot more vocal than the Japanese can be sometimes. you want to do that one? Okay, sure. So how popular is MTG in Korea? Uh, Well, in the community that it's popular in, it's very popular. Um, Yeah, we're not not saying Japan, or we're not saying Korean
0: in in general between all Korean people but Mm -hmm. like, as far as like, at these magic stores, are these really busy? Well, I guess you
1: can also gauge it by, if you had a store, Mm -hmm. what's the percentage of people there to play magic versus other games, if it's not just a magic store?
2: Ah. so Well, I guess that goes back to the two different types of stores. Mm -hmm. If you're going to one of the board game cafes, there have been some that I've been to where there's just a table of six, eight of us and mm-hmm. we're doing our FNM draft and there's 20, 30 other people and okay. they're playing Different games. every other board game yeah. under the sun. There's a bunch of guys in a room in the back doing mm-hmm. a Dungeons and Dragon quest and then I've been to other uh, stores where mm-hmm. they're more card-focused where they've got table space for you know 50 people and Mm -hmm. there are 50 people playing magic
0: Mm -hmm. okay um one more question i wanted to ask is what would you recommend you've lived there seven years so Mm -hmm. you have your favorite stores i'm guessing which stores do you think are the best like Uh, where are they like what city are they located in which part of the city how do you get there okay why do you like it like that sort of thing well what uh, are your favorite stores
2: so i'll go korea more broadly i am not too familiar with the stores that are outside of seoul Mm -hmm. i have never been to or played at any of the stores that were outside of seoul Mm -hmm. i've traveled around in korea but i would be on a ski trip or Mm -hmm. i would be just at the the beach for the weekend i would go to the city Mm -hmm. i wouldn't uh, be out somewhere. I might, you know, my now mm-hmm. wife would be with me, and mm-hmm. she doesn't want to spend an afternoon yeah. at the magic yeah. store. She wants to sit at the beach. Yeah, yeah I can't blame her. So. Okay, so in in Seoul, uh, but there definitely are play groups. Uh, I know in Busan, there are guys that I had met that were from Seoul and moved down there, mm-hmm. and vice versa, who had moved up from Busan. And there is a very healthy uh, play group in Busan, even of just foreigners mm-hmm. that have a play group. And they will organize uh, with themselves and say, "Hey, we're going to meet at the store." Or so it's not so much a store as in
0: it's the groups. Of yeah, people yeah a, a group There's no of store community. that everybody goes to. Uh,
2: I believe that, that, that there was, but again, I don't remember the name of that okay. store. So if but you, is it Seoul? Uh, no, that was in Busan. Okay, uh, but in uh, some of the other cities, I know that they had stores and that there were communities of people that played, but I didn't get to. Interact with them. I didn't get a chance to meet them. So but what, what in Seoul? Yeah, uh, were guys that I had met. There was sort of the the play group of foreign guys that mm. I met. There was uh, rotating about twenty or so of us at any given time. Mm. A guy would move away. A guy would join the group. Okay. And we would usually play at either a store called Rolling Dice, which mm-hmm. is in Hongdae. Uh, at Kindle Shop which mm-hmm. was in a different uh, area sort of on the other side of town called Konguk or Konde mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. and uh, also at a board game cafe it was called the Dice Latte and okay. I would love to talk so about that store in a minute but, uh, okay maybe we'll talk a little bit sure now, little I can later. give a, a breakdown of different stores Oh yeah, let's, let's talk about why you like those stores okay real quick. Uh, well, pros and cons pros and cons of different ones uh, when I first moved to the Uh, Seoul Mm -hmm. I was sort of on the east part of the city and I was near a university area Mm -hmm. and that university area was called uh, Konguk University or Konde. so in all of South Korea but in Seoul especially the nightlife areas that have bars that have restaurants Mm -hmm. uh, places that are open late uh, maybe something similar to like Akihabara Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. Shinjuku here in the Tokyo area Those areas in Seoul are all around the universities Mm -hmm. and the college kids and a lot of the magic stores are in those university areas. So I happened to move into one of these areas and found Kindle Shop, Mm -hmm. which was um, sort of down the street around the corner from where I was living at the time. Uh, now they experienced a similar problem like I was telling you before about kicked out. getting kicked out uh, they were in a when I first met them they were on the back side of the university they were in this small basement then I want to say the building got sold they mm-hmm. moved to the other side of the university and they were at a top floor of a building mm-hmm. building ended up getting sold and torn down and I think they made a big giant apartment building out of it but they moved to a different location, which is where they are currently, mm. and have been there for about five years now. And, and what did you like about those uh, shops? I just liked the convenience. Okay. Uh, so at the time, that was like the only store that I knew of, and it was sort of, you know, five-minute walk around the okay. corner from my house. And it also is one of the, the bigger ones in Seoul. They have dedicated play space. You can buy single cards mm-hmm. there. You can buy sealed product there. Uh, so it was just... Really easy and convenient for me at the time. Okay.
0: Well, let's let's have Ben uh, ask some questions. And I think there was another topic I we wanted to talk about today. And that's like uh, the players in general and
2: like the mm-hmm. ATG community. So you had some questions, Ben? About? Yeah, about players and stuff like that. Oh,
1: What were the players like in the stores?
2: Uh, the Korean players are usually pretty respectful. Uh, they will be a little more talkative mm-hmm. or... Um, like, sort of, uh, I guess in my mind, I'm picturing playing with the Japanese player mm-hmm. and maybe the... Like you know, easier to approach maybe? Yeah, they're, the Korean player is definitely easier to approach, they're mm-hmm. easier to interact with, mm-hmm. where the Japanese player, I, you know, I've asked them a question or talked to them and mm-hmm. you know they answer me, but I can tell they're nervous yeah. or they don't want to like, you know, they've said their piece, mm-hmm. but they don't want to take that extra step like past that and then they sort of retreat. Mm-hmm. Retract back a little bit into their sort of bubble. I think everybody. We've yeah been, yeah been we've been through that, that for sure. Yeah, it's hard to show up to a
1: Japanese store and just approach somebody be like, yeah. "Do yeah, do you want to play? And there's like
0: yeah. It's hard sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you speak but, Japanese is okay. Yeah. There's some people that are really, you know, going, but I think for the most part Yeah,
2: the yeah. the Korean guys at the shop will be uh, Sort of friendly, okay. uh, easier to interact with. Uh, they may, mm-hmm. if their English level is quite low, which isn't always the case. I, I've have found that they're usually pretty good, English wise. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, if maybe they are so that's like not the comfortable between Japan in, and Korea. Yeah, if maybe they're not confident in their English, and you speak to them, they'll get a little nervous. Mm-hmm. But after Interacting with them for 10-15 minutes those nerves have gone away and even if they're just using the five words They know they're able to talk with you another part of this. I wanted to add
0: um, Would you say people are more casual more competitive like what kind of people Uh, make
2: up the community over there? They are very competitive Mm -hmm. Uh, They want to play to win Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
2: And but I've experienced that with Japanese players too. They're usually very competitive but uh, one example that came to mind for me of an instance that would be a good difference between a Japanese player and a Korean player. I was playing a standard event, and I forget what my card was, but I had the player reveal their hand, Mm -hmm. and I think I was duressing him or something. Mm -hmm. And he had to reveal his hand to discard something. Well, after he revealed it, he left the four other cards in his hand just sort of face 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 up on the table for me to see and remember what he had in his hand. Where in Korea, if I were to do that with a Korean player, he'd show me the cards, but then he would hide them again. Yeah. And if I don't remember I mean, what I, I saw, well, that's on me. Kind of depends on the event, right? Yeah. And the kind of player.
0: Yeah.
1: Because if you're a
0: player and you're trying to prepare for like competitive, kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, and you, you then would. I would, I
1: wouldn't, I would pick up
0: my cards too. Yeah. Like. In in that situation, at oh, I would totally pick up my cards. At FNM, I would be like, you know, if I'm playing against like a guy that's like playing for the first time in paper, and he's been playing arena forever like yeah here. here just here. pretend I was just kind of helping him play learn. and just yeah. like leave this out so. yeah
2: that sort of thing alright what, what you have so another, have another qu- question yeah
1: can you trade at the stores that's a
2: good question Ooh, yeah I have seen and traded myself at stores the stores say people it's okay. trading. Uh, yeah I haven't really do you had people, like, any issues do people like walk around with trades well oh, I don't see people that will be like out advertising mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, you want to trade? You want to trade? But yeah. the the sort of community is more connected. Mm-hmm. Like, just, uh, oh, hey, I've seen that guy at the store every week, every Tuesday, and mm-hmm. I can down. interact with him, and yeah. we've had a conversation. Maybe we haven't talked about much, but we're friendly, and mm-hmm. so I can interact like, with him. It's not
1: like the stores just don't let you trade. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, and one also big difference between the stores in Japan and in Korea a lot of the ones here in Japan they're all corporate mm-hmm. owned or they're chains yeah. there's like seven there's not three a lot of different hariris, or you know, I don't even yeah. know there's well, a lot the, of them.
1: Uh, Minty, a submarine, yeah. big Dream magic
2: yeah. like, I mean, we can go down the list but they're all owned in a lot of the different cities yeah. and I can go to this city and find the same store it looks exactly like the one that I'm recognizing at the other but Korea price but in Korea, they are all different. Locally owned? All locally owned, mm-hmm. independently owned, independently operated. Nice. And when you're at the store, usually the guy behind the counter owns the store. Mm-hmm. So you'll get to meet and interact with the boss. all of these guys yeah. that own the stores and get friendly with them and maybe get a discount. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was thinking more like an extra FM promo card okay. slipped okay. in here or there, yeah. that kind of thing. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, they're, they're nice guys. They want to make sure you're having a good time at their store and coming back to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're able to really connect with this. You're feeling like you're getting more connected to the mm-hmm. store itself because, you know, the owner, hey, mm-hmm. uh, made friends with him. Yeah. Uh, it's more mom and pop in that way. Uh, and today in Korea, it's definitely a lot better and it's changed from mm-hmm. what it first was. When I first started getting back into it, it was kind of the Wild West. Out mm. there, there was a lot of problems with uh, people keeping cards and selling them after. Well, like, oh, I ordered my box, uh-huh. and oh, you said you're all out of yeah. your uh, buy I a box promo, yeah. but now three weeks later, I see you have 40 of them in your case for yeah. sale. What's going on with yeah. that? And there were guys who had gotten reported to Wizards and had gotten blacklisted Mm -hmm. Uh, but then they would either in some cases change their name Mm -hmm. to just a different person open up a store six months later on the other side of town or maybe we're in a business together and I got blacklisted but Mm -hmm. you're not Mm -hmm. so now the business is in your name but Mm -hmm. we're still running the same racket yeah but they learned their lesson. In, hopefully, in Korea's defense, yeah. the, a lot of those shenanigans have gone away. Okay. You do have to that's watch good. out for it a little bit, but that's more some of the cities outside of Seoul, the mm-hmm. smaller shops, because they're the only shop in town. Yeah. so they, they can they, they can get, they get away, can with, get away with, it. with it. Yeah. Whereas in Seoul, especially you know, there's six other stores in town. If they're not being competitive, they're out of town. Yeah,
1: yeah. So what other formats are popular?
2: When I first got there, it was standard and standard Mm -hmm. and And standard if you wanted to change you could do a standard draft okay but you're still playing standard Standard. yeah so so you could do whatever you wanted as long as it's standard yeah Yeah. standard was the first thing the last thing the only thing so now the big format is modern okay so that just happened last few years three four years modern has really gotten popular and especially in the last like two years or so mm-hmm. modern has really blown up there and at the big stores they all do a modern league mm-hmm. where three nights a week you can go and play in the league and it'll run like from september to the end of the year end mm-hmm. of december let's say and you will get points for the number of times that you play mm-hmm. and additionally you know if First place gets so many points, second place gets so many points that they, every week will post the standings of where everyone is at, yeah. how many times people have played, and they list out what all the prizes are, uh, and some of them are pretty good. So you said standard, of course, yeah. modern. You said the modern,
0: foreigners play a lot of yeah. EDH, but what about the people?
2: Uh, well, among like Korean, Korean players, Korean players. Uh, modern is the big one, standard is still really popular, mm-hmm. so that's number two. Uh, there is some people who play Legacy, but that are like the it's weird guys weird in the you. corner that yeah. like come out. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a little bit of Legacy. There is no Vintage. Yeah.
1: How about Popper?
2: Popper has gotten very popular in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Popper is becoming more and more popular, especially in Korea. And part of it is uh, spearheaded by a couple of the guys that I knew from the foreign play group. They mm-hmm. helped to organize. Yeah. Uh, Playing there, and popper, yeah, Popper's is getting okay. pretty popular. I would not be surprised that, like, in a couple years, that you know, they're doing popper leagues and a couple of nights oh, a no, week. now that's
1: like sanctioned by wizards. Mm, yeah, I yeah. yeah. uh, well, wouldn't
2: be surprised at all. Yeah, popper pa- uh, is definitely becoming. So more I'm guessing popular no there. old school. <laughs>
0: No 95 players? No, no 95. They're, they're
2: those cards never really made it over to Korea. Yeah. They did some of those like old-school blackboard Korean ones mm-hmm. from, like, I think it was 4th edition, yeah, yeah. something like that. But then they stopped printing them, mm-hmm. and then they came back again. Uh, like Avacyn restored some more mm-hmm. in there, I want to guesstimate. Yeah, um, Dark Ascension. Yeah, yeah. so then... From then on, which is sort of about the middle of the pack of when modern became popular, mm. all those cards started getting printed in Korea. Okay.
1: So what is the cost of card singles yeah.
2: in Korea versus Japan and the US? Yeah. Uh, well, the Japanese market is really its just own its thing. 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 When we say micro-ism, mic- I,
0: Mi- I don't know that yeah. word. It's like a microeconomy here. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It, it's its own thing. It does what it does. They make their uh, own thing. But economy. the card prices that they use in Korea, they almost exclusively will nowadays use the Card Kingdom prices. So whatever it is on Card Kingdom, the equivalent monetary value in Korean will just be... Wow. Yeah. What's it like in so, USA? Do they use like, like, like TCG or you, you walk around yeah. A lot of guys TCG. use TCG players. Some people use Card Kingdom. But.
1: I feel like it's just you can use whatever you want as long as you're both... Using the same thing, yeah, yeah. because it, it shouldn't matter at that point. As long as you're both using mm-hmm. like the same store, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to use eBay, but that makes it really complicated sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this
0: sold for one dollar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a in dollar card. Yeah,
2: in Korea, though, uh, for cards that they're buy listing, mm-hmm. for cards that they're selling, the stores will mirror their prices to Card Kingdom. At some of the stores. You can go and get singles of things that have been put up by other players. Maybe they have left a binder there and yeah. have a good relationship with the owner, and they let people like, sell cards like a out of there. Con- exactly, they'll consign it, but there's not prices listed on mm. the binder. It up. If I want this yeah. uh, foil uh, metal worker, whatever it's at on Card Kingdom right now, is going to be what I'm Is paying. it easy to sell cards? Yes. Really? Yeah. It is very easy to sell cards, especially if you're selling cards in English. Mm-hmm. They are really hungry for English cards. English cards come at a very high premium. Because of all the it, people in the military right. that come over, they want those, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Or spikes and competitive players want English yeah, decks to yep. be competitive.
2: Yeah. Uh, you can have a plethora mm-hmm. of Korean cards for days, but if you're looking for especially like singles of... A hot card mm. that is spiking in modern, a hot card in standard right now, it is not possible to find it in English. So the stores will pay a higher premium mm-hmm. for you to trade it in to them. And if conversely, if you're wanting to buy it, like if I wanted to buy the three many three mana teferi. Yeah that's out in standard right now it's gonna be about five dollars more in korea than on the car so card if someone's price. visiting korea take your english binder with you you can make some money yes. while you're over there yes you can well, also
1: yeah. some of the car prices are high, hotter here mm-hmm. just for random cases and it's weird too
0: depending on the the metagame or whatever yeah like in
1: six is 120 bucks 120 or, here but yeah. like 90 in the u.s yeah, yeah. you said it's you always, that stoneforge for 420 yeah, yeah
0: stoneforge is twelve thousand yen right now probably by the time this comes up maybe it might go down a little bit but still it's it's insane um, like you said they have their own economy here so whatever price anybody's willing to pay for it yeah um, any other questions we can ask about, like, players in the MTG community? Uh, I think we covered most of it because we know that they're competitive. They want to win. What about pro players? Like, okay. in Japan, there's, you know, Hallelujah has, like, pro players writing articles, and they have, like, YouTubers now and stuff like that. Is there, I don't know if you know anything about, like, what the pro scene is like over
2: there. Well, Do I they def- have PTQs? Yeah, or, hey, I know all about that. It yeah. doesn't exist, though. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. There's
0: no <laughs> pro players? There,
2: if you want to be a pro player in Korea, you are coming to Japan to play. Okay. For all the, the magic fests. There are no magic fests in Korea. Yeah. But what about Pro Tour Qualifiers? They're if not called you Pro Tour qualifiers. There's once wants like to, else, uh, yeah, whatever they've changed the name to. Uh, it's PTQ, but it's not Pro Tour Qualifier. Yeah. If you want to do that, you are flying to Mythic Yokohama, you're flying playing. to really? whatever. Have any of those? You do not have any sponsored events in Korea. What? Why do you think that is? I have no idea. Yeah, it's like I, I don't think that the sort of because it's size that- of the player base is quite what it is here in Japan. Yeah. That might have something to do with it. Uh, I'm sure they have analytics that analyze Would you how say- and why. But uh, they there is sort of a workaround, mm-hmm. uh, and it actually happened this year was mm-hmm. the first one. There, the shops in Seoul got mm-hmm. together and had their own. Magic Fest. Yeah. Uh, They called it Goblin Con, Uh and it was in a university, they sort of like... uh, Gymnasium
1: or something? Or meeting uh, hall?
2: Yeah, like their their Mm -hmm. big meeting hall, the sort of like student commons area. Mm -hmm. They had one of their big rooms and they rented it out. There was uh, some of the stores that I can talk about later, they all got together, they hosted it. It was not only Magic exclusive. It was also Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. the Warhammer. It's like a Gen Con type. Yeah. Type it, con type it, it, thing. it was a it was a con yeah. fest and, but it was really hugely yeah. successful, really popular. They had a lot of people come. Uh, they did lots of different magic events. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did team draft mm-hmm. with uh, booster packs that and stuff for yeah, prizes. And draft. so but the, the way that the team draft worked was there was four guys from each store mm-hmm. and they had their little sort of bowling shirt with the store mm-hmm. logo on it and were repping the store battling the other stores mm-hmm. to try to uh, take Who's down the best store, store championship mm-hmm. of teams. Yeah,
0: um, Would you say that there's a lot of potential in Korea to like for magic to grow and to become more popular?
2: Yes, I definitely think so. Um, the increase uh, the number of players, especially now uh, it's modern has become more popular. Yeah, it has grown a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, before it was just standard and standard. Now mm-hmm. there are more formats. And also the way that they run mm-hmm. the Friday Night Magic, the whatever it may be, at the stores has changed a lot. Back when I first got into it, if I wanted to play at an F&M, play standard, mm-hmm. I would show up. I would pay $10. 10 if, yeah, if it's like three dollars or five dollars. I used to pay twenty for
0: FNM. Is that
2: crazy? But the prize was if yeah. I won the tournament, however many people came, I just kept the money. Okay. I didn't get a card. I didn't get an FNM promo card. Yeah. I did That was before. Before, right? Yeah. They would keep those FNM promo cards, and uh, suddenly so, they ended up in the case in a couple of yeah, months. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but you were basically playing poker, mm-hmm, winner mm-hmm. take all sit-down tournament with magic really cards I don't like that which i mean it wasn't fun yeah and but now it's not like that anymore yeah you are playing for either a pack for each win mm-hmm. or if you don't want the pack you can bank up store credit nice nice good good, good. so that is definitely an improvement over uh, the previous system but yeah before it was just oh hey show up pay some money and you win the money and nice. it didn't really incentivize people to go play Especially some of the more casual guys.
0: Yeah, I think that's important. You gotta be able to support your casual committee. You gotta have people playing EDH. You gotta have people playing Popper. Mm-hmm. There's just so many different ways to play Magic, and you gotta offer those those ways. I think that's pretty good. I don't have nothing else that I really want to ask about. Was there anything else you wanted to really talk about? Then no, I'm good. Um, so maybe like as you know, to wrap this up, you can tell us.
2: Yeah, you know. Well, there was a, a couple other topics I w- was going to, to, to touch on. Okay. Yeah. What did you want to talk about, uh, I was going to ask. One other big difference mm-hmm. about playing in Korea versus playing here in Japan, at least from my experience being mm-hmm. in Nagoya, there are a lot more American military people playing in South Korea. Mm. And you're able to maybe meet them at a pre-release mm-hmm. or meet them at the shops. A lot of the people in our play group, you know, the guys that are coming and going, A lot of them were American military guys, and maybe they're here for a couple years and then they move on, new guy comes in, and a lot of the the players that go out looking for the different communities are coming via the American Armed Forces. Mm -hmm. And if you happen to be traveling uh, to Korea, or if you are in the Armed Forces and you're going to get stationed there, there is a Facebook group. It's public. You can go on there and check anything out. A lot of the stores post on there. They post directions of how to get to the stores, mm-hmm. and additionally, they also post their upcoming and what's the events name of that for Facebook the month. Page? That Facebook page is just Magic the Gathering Soul. Okay. So if you mm-hmm. just type in Magic the Gathering Soul on Facebook, it's should a public it. page. As long as you're not uh, being an internet troll, you yeah. can be on there.
0: Okay. Good to know. Anything yeah. else that we should know? Like, um,
2: anybody visiting or moving or? Uh, yeah, one thing I enjoyed about playing in South Korea, mm. the at pre-releases, you could get English pre-release kits, nice. not just Korean ones. where here in Japan. i get a special one in Japanese. They can get you
1: English ones if you do it far enough ahead of time. Like okay. in, in
2: Japan, like Tokyo
0: MTG has it, and I think Hallelujah has it yeah. in 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 sorry in Tokyo. I don't know if there's any other places outside of them that do English, though. Mm,
2: yeah, every store I in, I could do I in South Korea, they get about two-thirds of their packs in mm-hmm. Korean and about a third in English. That's and nice. you may have to reserve in advance to make sure you, you want one of those English ones before it runs out. Uh, but you definitely can get English and I think it
0: just comes down to Japan just having a stronger presence in like magic the gathering which is why
2: you're always going to get like Mm -hmm. the the japanese here and uh i can talk a little bit about just some of the stores in seoul Mm -hmm. i know i mentioned a couple of them Uh, but yeah the two big ones are kindle Mm -hmm. which was on the east part of town near konguk university it's right on the green subway line line two uh Near, I want to say Sungsu Station. Okay, it's good to you know. You exit out the back side, the west side of the station, and it's about a five minute walk around the corner. Very useful to know these train yeah. stations. Do you know the stations or the way uh, yeah. to the other ones? Uh, Rolling Dice is the other big one in town, and Rolling Dice, they do events every day of the week. So they're kind of like Hallelujah. Yeah, it's they cool. are open every day. Where are they? Uh, at? They are in. Another big university area on the other side of town mm. called Hongdae, H uh, O N G. So
1: it's a Hongik University.
2: Yes, Hongik University mm. is the big uh, art university mm. in Seoul, and it is also the like going out place. There is the a million. There's a lot bars. of good street food. Though, yeah, too, yeah, a lot of good street food. You'll see people uh, busking, mm. dance groups out there. There have been K pop groups that nice. have gotten discovered on the streets of Hongdae. Nice. So um, go play magic there as well. Yeah, and, uh... you can go play magic. Uh, at the store, they do a legacy league mm-hmm. on Mondays. On Tuesdays, they do an English draft. And there's usually about six, eight guys that show up and draft in English. And what on station Tuesday. was that again? This was at Hong Geek University Station. Okay. Also on the green number two line, uh, but on the other, other side. west side of town, okay. not the east the other end and uh, they also do a modern league three days a week mm-hmm. on Tuesday Thursday and Saturday so that was Rolling Dice and Rolling Dice and Kindle. Kindle and there's one more and there are oh, there's a number of but different anything, ones after let's that let's see one more, one more one, and one, one more and the Dice Latte yeah which is near Hoegi Station H-O-E-G-I hmm. they are my favorite shop in Seoul they are at Board Game Cafe but the guy who runs it is an uh, American guy, mm-hmm. and he used to run a shop in the USA. In the US, I want to say he was in like Eastern Oregon. Mm-hmm. I'm probably wrong, but because he had his TCI uh, stuff out there, mm-hmm. he became a premier shop. When he moved to Korea, w- well, in the states, okay. he was a premier shop because he did a lot of Dungeons and Dragons stuff, mm-hmm. and for all his Dungeons and Dragons shop, he got. Premier status which meant he got more swag Mm -hmm. now he came here to korea he has that same stuff stuff Hmm. he gets more promos than anybody else but he's not a magic exclusive shop he Uh is a board game cafe they have beer on tap they have food and sandwiches you can go and play if i uh go there for an FNM draft. Mm-hmm. He is gonna kick me a couple extra promos cause he's nice. just got a box full of them sitting yeah. around in the back. But well, that's what he's gonna do. Yeah. yeah, and you know, oh hey, instead of getting one, how about play a set of four? Get and, some friends. Yeah, have, have yeah. a beer, have a good time. Nice. So nice. The, the Dice Latte. Yeah. <laughs> Dice Latte, <laughs> definitely go up. check it out <laughs> if you're in Seoul. It's, a, and it's just a great board game cafe, you can go play even if you don't wanna play Magic, it's just a great place to go hang great. out. Great.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, if you guys want to find out any more of this, uh, like uh, Brian said, check out that Facebook uh, yeah. group. They have a lot of more detail, a lot more information about that. You can ask more about what magic is like in Korea when you go there. Well, I'm going to close this up, guys. I think this is good. Um, so that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, we hope all our listeners out there have enjoyed uh, listening about what MTG is like in Korea. And uh, hopefully, you will be back next time when we talk more about you know what's going on again, not only in Japan but also outside of Japan and Asia. Uh, if you have any comments for me or for the show, you can find me on Twitter at Yoshwenky y o s c h w e n k y. Do you guys have any Twitter or can, yeah? How do you how do you, how should we so uh, communicate? my Twitter
1: is at Benjamin Payne twenty Payne spelled P A Y N E.
0: Okay, you sure you don't want to change that to bring the pain?
2: Probably taken. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, I have a Twitter. You can message me at, at Fused, foosed. F O O S E D. I used to play a lot of foosball back in the okay. day. Uh, I don't tweet don't che- all yeah. that much. Uh, maybe once a year. But if they have I'm a question or something, if you want to message me, hit me up. Yeah. I'll be on there. Otherwise, don't expect a quick response. Yeah. You yeah. can definitely uh, find me on the MTG soul facebook group i'm on there if you just search on there you can find me as one of the members
0: all right and also another way you can contact me is through my website i'll be posting this on my website the www.thejapanhobbyist.com all right well thanks again for for coming on and uh, ben thanks for helping out today it was a pleasure all right see you guys